BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Four Day Week Trend, Ooh. Trending Edition. I am Jack. That is Miles. That is. This is. It is him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. How, how was your, your four days? Your four it day. was fuck. It was jam packed. My mother in law was in town. Mm-hmm. We 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 went all up and down the state to go visit people. I fucking fireworks were not every fucking night. Basically, starting Thursday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All all good. How about you? It's good. It's good. We're we're on the East Coast. Uh, it's very steamy. There's like uh, there's a human, literal huh? steam, a little mist. My kids oh. don't know how to make sense of, but yeah, it's been nice. Get, You're not lying to them and telling you it's like something spooky, right? Yeah, it's ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> ghosts of it's uh... ghost sweat. Say <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's hot because the ghost starts sweating. Yeah, should we kick it off with a little underrated, overrated? Kick it off, man! Come on, Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> was was he a kicker? No, I'm thinking what's uh, what's the other Vinny? Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri, yeah. Adam Vinatieri, <laughs> Testaverde. It's a Vinny. It's a Vinny. <laughs> you know, the Italians a with a yeah, Vin yeah, yeah, in yeah, their yeah. name will allow it. Vinatieri. I feel like I do firework stuff every year after the Fourth of July. For uh, what do you mean? Like I come back complaining about the the same thing. But for my underrated, I'm gonna switch out. I'm gonna go with how much of my time as a father of a five year old boy. Mm-hmm. Any apology I ever make, any pu- public yep. apology, I will just inexplicably open it by saying as a father of a five-year-old boy i know and he's you know he's actually 14 now (laughs) at one point i was yeah um but just how much of my time is devoted to building legos rebuilding legos um i remember you said you were talking you've completely fucked up a lego thing i destroyed a whole cluster miles (laughs) you were like should i call it is there a service I can call? What do I do? And it, so well, we've it not just come back to you doing to put it. That thing together with him, and then when he wasn't around, I just like picked it up incorrectly. I think I must have like missed a part. I think I like skipped a step or something, and it oh, just fatal error shattered into a hundred pieces. What was the exact toy? It's the Hulk Buster. So it's a Iron oh, Man that, like Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Oh, shit, it's very cool. It's for an advanced age you know it's for like eight-year-olds eight plus but my five-year-old like takes a lot of pride in being able to finish eight plus legos and so um i'm in the doghouse man how far house over here brother (laughs) are you Um, rebuilding that thing right now? yeah just well i didn't i didn't travel with it but that's the other thing is like 
it's just it's a weird premise Man, give me, to have tell a me how toy. to break into your house i'll go build it while you're away <laughs> it's a weird premise to like because I, I didn't really fuck with legos when i was a kid and really yeah i don't know what, what was fuck? wrong with you're me. so like nerdy I just didn't know bro. about you didn't, them you I didn't like building shit toy guns was like all i cared oh, about oh wow and running around i so action figures, He-Man action figures, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. homoeroticism built in there. Both I, th- I think it explains a lot. Um, but yeah, just the idea of a toy. My toys, like when you pick them up wrong, didn't break into a hundred different pieces. Well, that's the thing and, with Legos, man. That they're not. I I remember I loved Legos, and I started playing with Legos because my older cousins were really good at Legos, and then I was like, "You can't handle this shit. You're a baby." Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck you!" And I would start <laughs> making baby. them. But then I remember the first, I had a Lego car and you know, like when you're a kid, you start crashing shit into each other. That's like one of the first forms of play you do with car toys. I smashed the fuck out of this, like not even the fuck out of it. I just was playing with it. Like it wasn't made of little blocks and it exploded and I had a fucking meltdown. And that's when my mom was like, these aren't fucking like rough house toys. They're like, the you just like build them shits and you, you go lightly with them. And I slowly learned, but that's why I to like get you my... ready for a life of dealing with delicate glassware and yeah, less exactly. of like the things that boys naturally crystal uh, stemware. Now, yeah, I can at least I can what my handle. boy naturally gravitates. <laughs> my five year old playing songs yeah. on crystal stemware. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my underrated. What you got? Uh, underrated. Knowing how to time your pet's anxiety meds so they don't have a meltdown with the fireworks. Oh man. Uh, on the bottle, it says two hours before a potentially stressful event to give your pet this kind of stuff because my my dog is super anxious. So when the fireworks go off, he will like he just starts like shaking and shit. So the first night gave him way too late. The second time gave him way too early. And then Goldilocks did the last two nights of fireworks, and yeah, he's he's been fine. But yeah, dude, it's, I I always joke to people. I'm like fireworks season in LA is pretty similar but truly like in my neighborhood it starts on december 31st and ends on december 31st <laughs> like it's right. motherfuckers have just any reason to just yeah. set shit off where i live and i you know i i get it i like it but now like with a baby like it it's funny how quickly i went from like yeah send that shit up to be like I got a fucking kid, man. Like that's my <laughs> my whole I've done a 180 in that part. But anyway, yeah, learning learning how to when the meds hit right. But shout out yeah. to the veterinarian who uh, hooked it up. Nice. I mean, I have a fireworks related overrated, which is fireworks displays. Like I feel like Oh. So the first 15 or so fireworks in a display, and I'm speaking for myself because so I'm I prefer sporadically like little impromptu displays from different people's backyards. Like, Uh you know, and please do it like right as the sun goes down. So people aren't having to like wake up in in the middle of the night or, you know, you can time your, yeah, over there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like the second you commit to doing a long display in one place where everyone's gathering, like those first 15, really great no notes on the first 15 fireworks and then it's just the same shit over and over again i guess i think it's mainly for kids right and kids are on board a little bit more for a little bit longer but the, uh, define just, display are we talking about like people like legit pyrotechnic show or somebody who just got a bunch of illegal fireworks like hey we're doing a display in my yard no, like the, like when there is a fireworks show, like yeah, the town's yeah, yeah. putting on their fireworks show. Gotcha, you go gotcha. down, you go to a place, if or if you can see it from your place, great. And it just lasts. Like I, I happened to be watching CNN last night. They were mm-hmm. showing New York's fireworks, which are I think some of the most famous. And like they, they just like outlasted the song. Like they were playing the Frank Sinatra "New York, New York," and then the song ended. And they were like, and wow, what a great, uh, wait, nope, they're still going. They went for like five minutes longer. New York. And then they were just, it was was aggressive and it lasted for like the finale just felt, I don't know. It felt like it was designed to fuck with pets and veterans. And I don't know. It just feels like they, they need to either figure out some new types of fireworks. (laughs) <laughs> or 
like three minutes. Like, is anyone just, out there like three minutes way too short for a fireworks display? Otherwise, I feel like we could get it done in three minutes. Like people I like are constantly complaining that movies are too long, but I have literally never seen <laughs> a fireworks that energy display for the fireworks? that didn't seem like it was dragging ass a couple minutes in. Yeah, I it dep- it all depends, man, because unless you're seeing like a renowned fireworks display, it can get a little boring because like you only usually like you only got maybe like the three types of fireworks people do. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh but I think for me personally, I would probably prefer if we had something more like in the movie Coneheads where Dan Aykroyd <laughs> is in charge of the fireworks display at the homecoming game and he has one bottle rocket. But it sets off like a supernova in the sky and everyone's all yeah. fucked up from looking at it. And it's just one explosion. I'm yeah. fine with that. Like, just give me something spectacular in one go, because I feel like yeah, it, there was that one town that accidentally set off all their fireworks at once. Perfect. <laughs> like, they just didn't do the timing. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and That's it, all and, you need. Yeah, it was like shock and awe. Um, there was in one in a nearby town. They did a half hour one. Yeah, and, no, that's too and much. I saw some of it. And I'm like, yo, these are some low rent fireworks too. Thirty, like yeah. you're doing thirty minutes because you're doing quantity over quality. Yeah, and that's what happens. I'm pure quality. I can just you can give me one gigantic one. That's fine. Just do a mushroom cloud. Fine, good. I want to. I kind of want to interview for one of our expert episodes, like somebody who is like the firework display architect who's like you know real yeah. in the orthodoxy of like no 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 three minutes is simply too short you wait, must why is that he's like the human brain it's like wait what <laughs> miles you're really telling a story with these fireworks <laughs> and it's and in the this case story it's us just freeing ourselves from the shackles of king george yes um <laughs> By the way, I do like they're speaking of the oldest story, starting a fire, a campfire. I could watch that for an hour. I could just watch it. Look at a fucking campfire. Uh, I think I think this is just me being like, I'm old. I'm old. Everyone. I'm old. Holy shit. Very home over companion over here. Yeah. Just, eh, I love to see a fire get started. Look at some... that dang thing. Wow. Oh, yeah, look at that's... that tinder wood he got. <laughs> What you burning over there? <laughs> You're asking <laughs> to a different, uh, a nearby fire. Yeah. Oh, just uh, just some wood. Okay. What are you going to start it? Some birch bark? <laughs> Is that birch bark? Birch bark's good, I hear, to start a fire with. Oh, it got oil got in it. Got a little kindling. Um. Anyway, so my overrated is uh, making a quote-unquote beach day work when the weather is not fucking conducive to having a quote-unquote beach day. Yeah. I'm spoiled. Because I'm from Los Angeles. Mm. So when we go to the beach, we would be like, yo, is it fucking hot? Let's go to the fucking beach. That, like, it's going to be scorching. Let's just go frolic in the sea. Then I know people who are just beach people all the time. Like, they just want to be at the beach whenever. And this weekend, some parts of the state, some parts of Southern California looked really hot. Which sometimes, I think a lot of people have this habit of just assuming that because it's hot, like in one part of LA, it means the beaches are going to be yeah. fucking sweltering. No. And then you go, it's overcast as shit. Yeah. And the high is 65. It's a uh, two part question. Is it hot where you are? Yeah. Yes. Is it hot when you're standing directly next to the largest thing on earth, the Pacific Ocean, <laughs> which is frigid at all times? It's yeah. fucking freezing. It's Not so much known colder than the Atlantic waters, Ocean. Unless yeah. you're in the, like near the equator or something. But yeah. yeah, so uh, I just, I just, it's just funny because like I find how much of a beach curmudgeon I can be. Like I love, <laughs> I love going to places beach where it's, it's great, great beach weather. But yeah. when it's cold, I'm like shivering in the sand. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? What's the point <laughs> of this man here? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And I, I just become like the life is drained out of me. But then like after a while, you kind of have fun. But I still don't understand like when I see like little kids playing in that cold ass water. Yeah, I, I think I like I now realize how my mom like would always respond and be like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You're going to catch a cold type shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they I don't know what happened. I don't know where where I lost that joy to be just in the shivering cold. Yeah. And that was fun. I think we're getting old, man. We, yeah, we got the beach curmudgeon over here and beach curmudgeon. Uh, <laughs> the campfire appreciator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, we're the oldest humans on the planet. on Earth. 
Yeah. Old man. Make Joe Biden look like a Zoomer. That's right. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about some of the things that were trending over the long weekend. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What does it take to run a small business? Heart, smarts, and the nerve to risk it all in the face of adversity. Listen to The Unshakables, the new podcast now available from Chase for Business and iHeart. It features real stories from real small business owners who take you through the turmoil, triumphs, and quick turns that help their businesses break through. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there the king of sports books has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back. Oh, and yeah. I do really believe, I don't know if you guys talked about this on Thursday, but it does seem like there is a real strategy of like dumping big news like right heading into a holiday weekend. Right. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, obviously the Supreme Court was was really doing that shit at the end of last week. Um yeah. some, some things that were trending over the weekend. Fourth of July Beria. Yeah. Uh <laughs> at GOP on Twitter. <laughs> it's so stupid. This really isn't that big of a deal. I mean, it just indicates how far we've fallen. Uh at GOP tweeted. 247 years ago, basically, it's like, our forefathers, blah, blah, blah. It's like an Independence Day tweet. And yeah. they posted a graphic with two, what they believe to be American flags, but what most people realized who, you know, have played Carmen Sandiego or just into flags, are like, that's the Liberian flag. Yeah, one sir. star. That's <laughs> literally one star. That's It's Liberia. And they just, like, quietly deleted it and then just posted a bunch of Americana horse shit, like, just to kind of cleanse the timeline. But it's funny because all these users just kept coming back to like reply, like screen caps of that first tweet. And they're like, y'all don't even know the, is this you? The people who don't (laughs) know the flag? Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. They came for the White House pride flag on like flag Flag expert grounds. Flag (laughs) code. They were, they were literally talking, citing the U.S. flag code. Um, which, you know, they clearly <laughs> found out was a thing after rage Googling it at 3 a.m. But their their complaint was that putting the pride flag on the White House was in breach of flag code. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And wh- what is that exactly? Because you guys are the people who don't even know which flag is ours. <laughs> American flag needs to be the highest flag on White House, which 
first of all, they took a picture of just a small part of the White House and cut out the part where there was an American flag up higher than the, like, on the top of the White House. And second of all, is like, not even an official thing. It's yeah. just bullshit. Yeah, they're just, they're they're not, again, it's, it's so funny. The conservatives always, like, if, if society is, like, moving too far along for them, then they have to go back to find some weird rule. Yeah. Like, it's against the rules. But then, but then you also contradicted constantly with your policies that like, it's like, it's in the constitution, but I will also violate other people's enumerated rights within the constitution. So it's very tiring. I think it's just a nice cherry on top that, you know, with all this fucking hand wringing about the flag code that the people who run their social media accounts don't even know what the fuck the flag yeah. is. I think some other Congress people also did it too. This wasn't like, it's not an isolated incident. People pretty regularly i think post the liberian flag thinking it's the american flag yeah just it's the like uh powerpoint presentation version of the american flag You're yeah like, well, i can't put 50 stars on this bitch oh this one's cool it's like minimal it's like got one star okay right. one yeah. star review of america yeah all right well speaking of the white house and conservatives freaking Ooh. out um we got a cocaine caper um <laughs> so we, you know, we talked last week, cocaine mania is transforming America into a oh, country yeah. of, you know, strung out 80 stockbrokers, but uh, a baggie of Coke was found in the White House on the 4th of July weekend. Um, oh. And there, <laughs> there oh. was a brief evacuation, Miles. <laughs> For sure. Cool. Yeah. That's... They got, they saw white powder and they, I, they thought we were back in like the... Who, who was it? Was it Tom Daschle that got the the the, the, the white, white powder? powder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that feels like a throwback. So, um, they they then tested the white powder, presumably in a bathroom stall on a Depeche Mode CD case, and discovered that it was <laughs> cocaine. And now the Secret Service is launching a full investigation, reviewing video footage, scouring entrance logs, which uh, both seems like a complete waste of time, and also I feel like we're not going to get unless it's just like some guy visiting the white house. Like, yeah, it, 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 we're not going to get the answers. Yeah. I, I, cool. <laughs> like, who, who left there? I'm like, I feel bad for the person who left their cocaine there. Yeah. That's They're like, ah, shit. What? <laughs> Fucking drop the baggie, bro. Where in the white house? No, <laughs> Oh my God! How are we well, going go to get this dinner? Go back and get it. Go back and get it. Fucking can't. Get back to the fucking White House. Did you see this Would fucking you? on lockdown? There's a guy in a fucking bomb suit. They probably think it's <laughs> anthrax or some shit. Well, that's good. I mean, at least they're being safe because you never know. Uh, like, the, the police might randomly pass out near it if, if they get too close to the back. So I do feel like if Joe Biden accidentally like stepped on it and just like a little cocaine dust like accidentally got inhaled, it might kill him. Like he's, yeah. he's like Trump, right? He like never drank or like did any, any anything. So I feel like oh, you know. he did it. Why did I vote for him? I know, fucking dork. You got to do coke if I'm gonna vote for you, Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that is, is your policy. You're, yeah, you're I, like a drug dealer I, I, in a movie where you're like, you got to prove to me you're not a you're, cop, man. <laughs> you're not a cop. Do this, okay? Rail. All right, you're under arrest. But you did the yeah. So what? <laughs> shit um, i thought it was a law but yeah i don't know i mean it it, it could be a big smoke bomb to distract yeah. from i don't know the, the existing yeah, hunter I mean, Biden that is story. my question because obviously the new york post and the conservative media are like it's hunters it's gotta be hunters and on the one hand my my first instinct is like well can't be hunters because we found out about it like they would just cover that shit up like the new york post created a whole map of the building like it's yeah, that's, a game of clue, like a topical map of like, I think it's this room. It's like one of those stories where it's a little thing that I'd imagine it's mostly conservative media that like is latching onto it, making it seem like a bigger story than it is because they can use cocaine Biden and then just like, just ring that out for as much of <laughs> what little juice is left in that berry. Um, because like, I don't know, there was a, there was like a huge event like there too so i don't know you know people in and out of there all the time yeah the but chain like... smokers were playing the uh <laughs> like <laughs> some washed like dj um but that does 
I don't know. There is a world to me that makes sense that like, because why let it become a question? It's either a smoke bomb to distract from something else. Or I think there is a world in which like they are tired of like, when you look at like leaks from the Hunter Biden laptop, uh, which is the only news I consume. Of course. Well, you just my, look at those two pictures. My conservative uncle sends me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you're not really going through stuff. You just go back yeah. and forth to image files. Yeah. But like, there's a reason that this has to leak, right? Like it's a pretty buttoned it up leak. operation. The I, White House, no, right? no, because th- the way I saw it over the weekend was there was like an AP alert because they had to call in a hazmat team. Oh, okay, and that's got it. why it became news because suddenly a hazmat team was called to the White House because the the secrets. So at first I was like, oh shit, like what, what the f-? you know? It was more like, is it anthrax type energy? Was yeah. what the news was, and then it's like. False alarm, guys. It's just one of the Secret Service agents' coke. Yeah. Probably. There's an AP alert that went out that was like, hey, somebody left their coke. <laughs> coke hey, you better come, House, get it. come get it. Come get yeah, it. Come get, get it. Come coke. get it. Come get it. Hurry, hurry, hurry before um, it's a news story. And then I think from there, then it, then you can have the words. It's like a Mad Libs. We have right. cocaine, Biden, White House. Yeah. So my, th- my theory was that like the Secret Service is like tired of being on the Hunter Biden detail and are just like, all right, let's leak this. But, uh, <laughs> That's, you know, nah, nah. It just it was because they thought we'll be quoting this. Um, yeah, (laughs) they're like even their own people believe it. (laughs) We are. We do work for the Biden White House. That is, we are their own people. (laughs) All right. Uh, Twitter had a tough weekend. Those of us who are still on Twitter, I didn't. I didn't go on there, but I saw what happened. They're throttling how many fucking tweets you can see now. Yeah, like there's a limit unless than, you pay. Yeah, unless you unless you're one of the blue checks. Oh my god! So start limiting the number of posts you could see each day in 600, which a lot of tweets for me. But people were apparently reaching their limit and seeing a post that was like, "You have reached the end of Twitter for the day. Go go outside." Oh, and no, they upped it. Unverified can do a thousand now. Yeah. 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 10,000 if you are verified. I, the big I one like- that is crazy to me is that, like, they, so they're also limiting use of TweetDeck, which affects like super users. Right. But they're also like, you can't see tweets unless you're logged in. Which, <laughs> so cool. The main way you could bring new users to your site is removed. Don't need them. <laughs> don't need them just need these assholes to start coughing up money and then yeah. it'll all be okay that feels like their whole strategy it's like we just gotta fucking squeeze these fuckers until they start paying us <laughs> and i don't know what that force will do if that pushes them to another place but come on yeah you need people to be able to spend unlimited time on your platform if like he hire even though he's like i, I don't want it to be ad supported as much as like <laughs> Uh, subscription supported that ship sailed. He hired a sales person, an ad salesperson as his CEO. And every one of these moves is just like disastrous for a business like yeah. that. I feel like Linda Yaccarino had like a really like stupid explanation for like why the, the site is as backwards as it is. Again, she speaks in such vague terms. I never know what the fuck she's saying. She said, uh, when you have a mission like Twitter, you need to make big moves to keep strengthening the platform. This work is meaningful and ongoing. <laughs> what move? The fuck does that? You're you're you're, you're li- whatever. Just keep frustrating people on there. I mean, it's it's been the best way, honestly, for me to use the, the site less. Yeah, that is it is helpful to people who are trying to have lives, but it's um, bad for them. It's got yet more ammo for people who are somehow under the impression that Elon Musk doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He claimed it was because bots are like scraping Twitter to feed like AI algorithms. But people knowledgeable about that say like that happens, but it's been a thing for a very long time and wouldn't have just like kicked up recently. And also he cut all these services as a $1 billion bill to Google for cloud hosting was due. So <laughs> chances are he just like doesn't have enough money. Oh, stat. I like that. My man is canceling the free trial right at the last minute. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Elon. We see you. You broke billionaire. Um, Meta has an app that the mainstream media is going crazy about called Threads that's scheduled to drop on 
Thursday, I believe. Um, yeah. And it builds itself as like an Instagram app that is basically aimed at, at Twitter users. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't, Twitter is kind of defined by its lack of functionality. Like it doesn't have the things that Facebook already has or like Instagram. So like they're just going to launch a right. version of their most popular sites that just like has features removed. I guess like the, the thing that makes you want to be on Twitter is the people who are already there and like the established culture uh, and you know, that's that's being rapidly destroyed but at least like i have a list of people that i follow who are funny and i can go there and be entertained by them um so i don't i just i don't know maybe buy a ticket to their shows jack mm, maybe that sounds inefficient Miles. <laughs> yeah <laughs> buy three thousand tickets of your yeah. favorite comedians the thing with the threads though that i was reading is that like it's not even coming out in the EU because the privacy shit is like so <laughs> fucked up. They're going to they're going to like take your blood type if you use threads based on like when you look at all the info, like the data that it's trying to get. I think it's a very clever thing because we all know how when Apple made it very difficult for um, like, you know, these apps to scrape other data like passively, you know how like you can opt out basically from sharing all that data that like fucked Facebook terribly. And maybe yeah. they're back with this being like, well, maybe we can get some of that sweet, sweet data from with our Threads app to get people, yeah. you know, on our shit, and then we can learn everything about them again. Yeah, my gut is that it's not going to be replaced by because it's like so powered by people who are, you know, a, a small number of people who are really active and smart on on Twitter, and so I, I just feel like the solution is not going to be like. And we all just discovered that Mark Zuckerberg created this cool thing that uh, has no problems and is is a safe place for everybody to go. So I don't know. I, I'm guessing that's not it, but the mainstream media, I think, is going to cover it as that. Um, I mean, yeah, every fist fight was called off. Right. Well, every well, I don't know. It still seems like it's on, actually. Oh, really? Every his, news article Elon's continues mom? to talk about it. Yeah, but he's training with George St. Pierre and shit. I, so, and I know who that is because I'm a... He's a guy who looks like a guy. discount Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's all you okay. need to know. And he was like a, and like a UFC fighter. But yeah, the, the thing that's really wild is like, I when I'm looking at all of this stuff, <laughs> the data that it's scraping, it's truly like, oh yeah, it's surveillance capitalism. The app is what Threads is. I mean, like yeah. pretty much all meta apps are because that's like their entire business. But again, that's why... It won't be launching in the EU quite yet because, you know, they have like laws that are yeah. like, hey, don't send people sensitive data all around. Yeah, it's it's probably a good idea that I don't actually it's not a practice I actually, you know, engage in. But I probably should is just like check whether it's legal in the EU and then, you yeah. know, but then I wouldn't be able to drink Mountain Dew. Yeah, so, or have Skittles. Yeah. Wasn't it um, Skittles, the other one that has that dye in it? Yeah, there's like I, certain candies too. Like that the thing like, that like mm -hmm. makes it shiny, I think, is uh, actually oh, just like yeah. wood polish. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> just, yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with a couple more stories. We'll be right okay. back. Right. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents. A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What does it take to run a small business? Heart, smarts, and the nerve to risk it all in the face of adversity. Listen to The Unshakables, the new podcast now available from Chase for Business and iHeart. 
It features real stories from real small business owners who take you through the turmoil, triumphs, and quick turns that help their businesses break through. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile App is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Copyright 2024, J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there the king of sports books has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that Expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back. We're and so back. The Wokes finally killed Hollywood, guys. Um, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny made fun of capitalism in the oh, trailer. Did? Oh, uh, shit. There was like some line that was like, he was like, you stole that for me. You stole that for me. And then Phoebe Waller-Bridge was like, uh, it's called capitalism, guys. <laughs> and so I think everyone's mad. And that's why it didn't do well. Don't make us aware of it. Because it's an action movie that stars an 80-year-old. Hey, 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 man. 80-year-olds can also be slightly <laughs> also compelling action stars. 80-year-olds <laughs> can kick their own ass <laughs> <laughs> by being in a movie. Also, he's like never been, he's always had 80 year old vibes. Like when he throws a punch, he usually falls over like oh, forward. Yeah, yeah. Like he always seems off balance. He always seems like he's on a ship that is in rough weather. Like whenever oh, he's in a yeah. fist fight, you know? He, yeah. He's like, he's got like drunken master fighting style. Like yeah. in all Harrison Ford movies, he's never been someone who's thrown like a convincing punch. He's almost yeah. like, well, I guess I gotta hit you. Like it's sort of, it's like fighting style. I feel like he throws a punch and then his like suit jacket flies up over his head somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always have I a picture him. of him yeah. and like his jacket has like come over his elbow like he's in a <laughs> hockey fight where someone pulled yeah. his jersey over his head. Yeah. I, what am I, I thinking like... of? Oh, I think it's in Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. Clear and Present Danger scene... and Air Force One are basically the same character. And it's yeah. like, you know, he's he's tough, but he worked at I a think desk in all Clear day. and Present Danger, it's the scene where they're convoy gets ambushed in Colombia, yeah and like they get start getting like rocket blasted and shit and i think there's this shot where he's running away from like a suburban yeah uh, and like i still in the remember stunt, that scene where the secret service guy goes we're getting rocket blasted sir <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah jack it's this one it is this one it's this explosion because his arms it's this one <laughs> you know because his jacket's all he like loves to clumsy. have a suit jacket flying up behind him and that's Man. what i think harrison ford like totally in his in his most action-packed he's like clumsily navigating his own suit jacket yeah yeah anyways i mean he's he's one of our greatest movie stars currently yeah yeah I never, I'm not, but that's currently but he, fogging a mirror uh, so i don't i don't want to blame renowned. that at all um yeah yeah i think you need for something like this to really succeed and it also like didn't totally tank it made 82 million dollars uh over its first five days but i think you really need the reviews to be like super fucking strong you know it's like a movie that people remember like the first three are like two of the first three i guess are our classics and the fourth one like sucked so to get people back i think they really needed this to be like really really strongly reviewed and the reviews yeah. were just more in the like fast and the furious range and I, uh, I don't think that was going to do it for them i think they should have paid rotten tomatoes a little bit more to get get them up in the like 80s yeah come on dude just goose the numbers come on they're goosed, they're goosed. i think they think they gotta just do like on, barbie right now barbie is doing the thing that indiana jones should have been doing 
which is I'm going to see Barbie. I'm yeah. going to see it. There's so much marketing that also has me excited. Like they're everywhere to the point that I think there's a global movement happening to see Barbie. And with Indiana Jones, like I, it was like a whimper of like an announcement or any kind of hype, which they should, because you're trying to, you, you're trying to press that nostalgia button on the audience, which yeah. Barbie's doing very well. I think marketing wise Yeah, that I feel like that, because the way I, I when interacted with it was just hearing people be like, Oh yeah, did you see it? I'm like, oh, it's out. They're like, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. That's kind of like what I heard. And then cut to me at the movie theater deciding which movie to go to. I chose no hard feelings because it was the, shorter. You, Jennifer Lawrence. You chose yeah. uh give me one ticket to Jennifer Lawrence, please, sir. Give me one ticket to the Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. How was two it? Jennifer Lawrence's? It's fun. It's like it's like a great it's <laughs> like a fucking pitched. Yeah, it's fun, baby. <laughs> I can't get mad at it. It's short. That's what I like it. It felt yeah. It was predictable. Yeah. Matthew Broderick is in it, and he yeah. look, and I'm like, whoa! Look at old ass Matthew Broderick, which is nice to see because I'm so used to seeing uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off in the form of Connor Roy. That yeah. it's nice to see Ferris Bueller himself now in his latter days. But yeah, it was fun, and yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not going to front. She's she's she has a she's good good comedic chops. This feels like the most full embodiment of them, like matching her off screen persona to her like you usually like she was in serious roles for the most part right like they yeah. I, I feel like she had never gone full jennifer lawrence in a movie to this point and so I, oh yeah I and like to play like a like. scumbag type character yeah like she's kind of like a, a scumbag yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 uh, yeah i'm not again and it's it's under two hours yeah. come on y'all come on baby so the problem with dial of destiny that you know, people are mentioning when they're like, it only made 82 million is that it costs $295 million miles. That's. Is it because we're talking like avatar type? Do they really remove his jowls for the whole movie? I heard it's just the th <laughs> first 30 minutes that he he's jowless. Yeah. He's actually yeah. had complete male pattern baldness for the past 40 years and just everything he's appeared in. Refuses uh, to wear wigs though. Yeah. Yeah, he's like figure um, it out in post. <laughs> that was a big part of the Waterworld budget was Kevin Costner being like, "My hair doesn't look good there because it's wet." Um, so yeah. we're, we're gonna need to add a full head of hair back. Um, <laughs> and a little a lot braid of... too, if you don't mind. I, I've always thought it'd be cool <laughs> to have a little braid. <laughs> oh, if you don't think he actually got the braid, you're crazy. <laughs> but some reports even think it may have actually cost more than three hundred million dollars, um, and that's oh. without marketing costs. Oh. So this is like yeah. pure production budget. It's like which, wait, so what was his fee? What was I don't know, but that is the thing that they like. There, there is a financial benefit to being someone who's just terminally over everything. <laughs> like yeah. it just seems like he's just like what? Uh, I don't know, man. What? Well, fine if you if you pay me enough, but. Like the higher price tags reportedly due to Harrison Ford's salary, Steven Spielberg's huge producing fee, and then the stop and start of production during COVID, which, you know, I yeah. can't hate it's, him for that. Wait, oh, so it's saying that it's an estimated 20 million for Harrison Ford. That's more. So Jennifer Lawrence made more money than Harrison Ford did. She made 25 doing no hard feelings. I mean, rightly so. I would yeah, say. no, but I just love, I just love that this movie goes way. Cause that, that was the other problem with no hard feelings. I, I think we were talking about it cause jam was bringing up how the budget was also super high and no hard feelings. And even though it did semi well, it's hard to like recoup a lot of like the talent fees. I feel like nobody was buying a ticket for Dial of Destiny. And first of all, nobody was buying a ticket to Dial of Destiny and saying the words Dial of Destiny, which they... No, no. Another thing, I would say pay Rotten Tomatoes more to get the review up over like 80, 90%. And also like fire whoever the fuck is coming up with these titles like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and Dial of Destiny. Right. Such fucking clunkers, man. But yeah, apparently it looks like shit. Like the CGI looks pretty bad. Uh, that JM went and saw it and said, which like there needs to be some sort of sea change with uh, how Hollywood thinks about CGI because it's been yeah. bad for a couple of years now. Like I post all, all of the Avengers movies. They're just, I think it might be that like effects houses unionize and, and start getting paid well. And like, then you can actually stay in business yeah. because 
Like you, you know, you're in trouble when like the people who win the Academy Award are already like out of business for the life of Pi, and like the people who brought Tupac back to life for that live uh, hologram event, like <laughs> right, they right. were out of business by the time that story hit. Like it's just the terrible. It seems like I smell private equity, <laughs> which would yeah, be right, my right, right. guess like, here. Gotta get, gotta take over the CG houses. Yeah, super producer Becca saw Indiana Jones and really had a good time. So yeah, you know, it's uh. I'm gonna it, see that as shit. for the Zeitgeist uh, meter, the Zeit meter, our movie review rating. We have one. We're one for one. Although yeah. Jam said the CG sucked, so may we we have to get his official uh, fresher. Rotten. See it if you want. Talk. They, I'm sure there's like a lot of Nazi punching or see. You know, no hard feelings. Where if Jennifer Lawrence's character was a man, then you'd be like, "This is the f- most fucked up movie I've ever seen in Did my she life." Fuck that kid? <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess no. that was the question well, begged by the I trailer. I, I honestly, why is she on trial right now? <laughs> I would watch it, and right. my honor, I would argue whether or not what occurred can be called intercourse. Okay, um, <laughs> that is at all intriguing. Now I don't know. And then finally, some civil rights groups are challenging uh, legacy admissions at Harvard University, uh, you know, in light of the Supreme Court shooting down affirmative action at Harvard and other schools. Um, And I don't I'm sure we'll start getting the infuriating like legal technicalities. But like the only explanation I've heard for like, why not to do this is Colleges being like, but it helps with donations, which is not really what are like you put your fucking tuition for, you fuckwit? <laughs> right. And did those oh, go up? Well, they have like endowments of billions and billions of dollars. They have Get endowments the of, of like a fucking hedge fund. Uh, and also, like just saying that out loud, like I, that's not a like argument you make in the public. Like you don't say. We let the rich white people's children into our supposedly idealistic institution because they give us money. They give us money. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. We thought something like racist and unfair was happening here. Well, Never just, mind. It's it's the logical evolution of already a discriminatory practice. On right. when you're out, we were telling you know it started in the twenties because it was a way to keep Jewish and minority students yeah. out of universities. Yeah. So then, because they can't say that anymore. Because at first they'd be like, well, that's how we keep, you know, you know who out of, right. the, out of the class that they're now like, well, it's good for money. That's the one they say out loud. Is yeah. that, well, because they bribe us and yeah. we already have like a lot of money, but like we really fucking like money. But those are and, bribes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. wait, no, what, I'm sorry. Like, what are you saying to do? It's nothing else. It's just they bribe us. So don't think about the worst thing that it could be. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't like. I don't have any legal expertise. I don't know how this thing like winds its way through the courts, but it does seem like pretty bulletproof to me at yeah. this point. And again, you know, the, the study after study shows diversity in your classes is can like really make the difference in a lot of people's lives than going to like a one note monotone school where everyone, yeah. you know, fucking checkbooked their way into the class. We just um, learn how to befriend jaded rich kids like yeah that's yeah that's your skill that you're gonna get to learn in the future here yeah Um, or yeah exactly or like yeah we we can i don't know whatever it's it's there's nothing there's nothing that suggests doing it helps fucking anybody except to you know uh, create less diversity into college classes and campuses learn what rich kids who went to prep school call cocaine at harvard you know (laughs) Cool. All right. You'll fit in at all the parties on yeah. the Hamptons. And yeah. Where's your family's boat docked? <laughs> exactly. What flag do you fly on your yacht? Oh, not a Panamanian one? Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Truly, like, they give us money. It is so bad. It's so bad. And it's so just, it's blatantly that, like, the rich get favorable treatment. Like, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's just been an, it's been an open secret, like in universities or even not even secret. Yeah. It's just an open thing that they like, didn't even think to make a secret. I mean, a couple of years ago, we were talking about how flagrant it was. People were like, Hey, make some fake ass regatta fucking pictures of you on a rowboat so yeah. we can get you into college. You don't have to yeah. do that shit. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's there's clearly so many. We talk about this all the time. There's so many different versions of reality based on what your income is or your family's income or wealth is. Yeah. And one version is you can be passive all the way into college and your money can get you there. Another version is you have to toil even in high school to like get to get your shit together to even be able to have some semblance of money to afford college. And right now we're debating whether or not we turn off their backdoor money spigot. Okay. Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> Like you, you know, I, I'm sure you guys talked about this, but he, he is a legacy tail, admission, and he got into Yale because he claims he busted his tail. So. He busted his tail, okay, God. as he a is, sperm. <laughs> he is just the crystallization of like, what if a gym teacher was a Supreme Court justice? Like every, yeah. everything, like in seeing him interviewed during that Supreme Court, like his uh, hearing or wh wh whatever it was. His confirmation. Yeah, confirmation hearing. Like he is just gym teacher and like high school football oh, yeah. coach energy. Like he stopped developing when he thought his high school football coach was cool. He was on JV basketball his senior year. <laughs> and he Busting never left town. Tail. Yeah, busting his tail, and he well, never left, right. and that pain now carries him all the way to the Supreme Court. A lot of people think I'm on something. I'll tell you what I'm on. I'm on my bike 24 hours a day. <laughs> Big Lance Armstrong energy. Um, all right. Those are some of the things that are trending yeah. on this Wednesday, July 5th. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole last episode oh, yeah. of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't mm -hmm. do nothing about white supremacy. No. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic. A great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum-tum feel good. So make HealthAid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.